Hey everybody, welcome to the Super Recruiter Show. I am your host, Daniel Smiley, and today we are going to lay out how we have a around about a 70% close ratio with, uh, with those companies that we make presentations to and, and get business from. A 70% close ratio. People think that's absolutely amazing, but it's pretty simple. Most of our presentations, uh, especially our initial presentations, last about 20 minutes. And I'm going to lay out how we do it. And, you know, maybe you can use this in your in your business um, as you are trying to, you know, grow your customer base, as you are trying to build your business. I'm just going to show you or tell you exactly what we do. This is we teach this to all of our uh, sales and marketing people, our franchise operators, the whole nine yards. This is how we do it. Now, it is based on. Uh, one simple thing from How to Win Friends and Influence People. I think that's the book is from, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Remember, stay tuned until the end of the podcast, and I will tell you how you can get in contact with us. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can get notifications about when we post these podcasts on a daily basis. So, in the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, there is a principle or a rule that says the only way to truly get what you want from someone is to give them what they want first. The only way to truly get what you want from someone is to give them what they want first. And the problem with most sales presentations is in the presentation, they are doing one of two things. They are telling people what they can do for them without knowing what they need done. Or they're telling businesses or clients what they can do for for them without knowing what they actually need done. Or they are tooting their own horn by talking about how good they are at doing what they do. So those are usually the two, two things that happen. Years ago, I was helping a friend purchase a car, and I said to this friend of mine, before we leave to go, and when I say purchase a car, I mean go through the process of purchasing a car, because she was kind of terrified about having to go and meet with sales guys and all of that good stuff and the pressure and blah, blah, blah. So I said to her, well, I'll help you out with that, but before we go, you need to tell me exactly what you are looking for, how much money you have, is it going to be financed? Are you going to be paying cash? Are you going to have a trade-in? You have to tell me what's going on first because I am not interested in wasting my time going through uh, several car lots trying to figure that out. So she told me exactly what she wanted. And once she did that, I knew what kind of car it was. So there were three or four dealerships that carry that kind of car that um, I knew that I could that we could go see. So what I did is uh, I picked her up uh, late one one uh, afternoon or one evening, and we went over to the first car dealership. When I parked the car and we got out of the car, the salesperson came up to me and I said, hey, sir, this is who I am. This is who she is. Before you start talking, let me tell you what we're looking for. She's buying a car. She's paying cash for it. This is how much she has to spend. This is what she's interested in. 
do you have it on your lot or an availability to get it? And he said, no. He said, if something changes and you can't find what you need, please, you know, come back by or let us know, whatever. And he gave us his card. And within five minutes, we were gone off of that lot. The, the experience for the next two car lots was not the same. Okay. To make a long story short, long story short, we ended up going to a fourth car lot that told us something different, which was cool. They didn't have the car we were looking for. We contacted the first guy and the first guy did have that second choice that she had. So we ended up getting the car uh, from that first guy that we talked to because of the experience. The point I'm trying to make is we went on the lot with the understanding of exactly what we wanted. And the, the sales guy, uh, the reason why he got the sale is because he didn't try to force us to, to, to take what he wanted us to take. So the only way to truly get what you want from someone else is to give them what they want first. So this is the process, kind of a four-step process that we go through with every new client meeting, okay? Obviously, when we get a meeting with a client, the first thing we do is, number one, is we take control over the entire sales presentation process. Because what typically happens is, when you are going to meet with a customer, they have a potential customer, they have an, an idea in their mind about what it is they want, and they are ready to tell you all of the problems that they have and how they want you to solve those problems. Again, this is a little bit of reverse. They're not, they don't know if you can solve them or not. They're just ready to tell you all of the problems that they have, pain, 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 without knowing whether you can solve them or not. So this is kind of how we do it. When, we, when I say take control of the process, this is kind of what we do. We say, hey, thank you for taking time to speak with us. Here is what we're going to do. Um, we're going to ask you if you use the kind of services that we offer. And I'm not going to get too specific. But we, we ask you if you use the kind of services that we offer. If you do, are you happy? If you don't, why are you in the market to use them now? If you do use those services and you are not happy, what is the cause of the problem? Okay? I mean, why are you not happy? Right? And then we tell them, once you tell us the challenges that you're having, why you're not happy, then we're going to tell you if we can help you or not. If we can help you, then we'll tell you we can and we will explain in detail how. If we cannot help you, we will tell you that we can't cannot help you and we will also tell you why we cannot help you so that's how we start off every meeting and then we ask the, the potential client is that okay they say yep give us a thumbs up and we say okay great are you currently using this kind of a service or do you have this kind of a product yes or no and what has your experience been and then they go on to tell us everything that they would have originally told us before um, before we took control of the process the second thing we do is we set the stage. Now, uh, I kind of did a little bit of a mashup in the one and two. When I say we set the stage, I mean, we say to them what I just told you. Hey, if we can help you, we're going to tell you we can. And if we cannot help you, we're going to tell you as well. Now, the reason why we do that is because we don't we don't want people to think that we're trying to sell them something because we're not. It's, it's discovery. We're trying to see if there is a marriage or a match here. If we can, you know, create or develop a relationship. And so 
the way we set the stage is we're, we're saying, listen, you know, if we can help you, we're going to tell you. We're not just going to say we can help you and then not give you detailed explanation of how. And if we can help you, we're going to tell you why we can't help you. Maybe, um, you know, I don't know, we, we don't develop what you have. Or we don't do what you need us to do. It's just we don't have experience at doing it. We don't have the tools, the time, the t- whatever. We're going to tell you that. That's setting the stage so that that potential client understands, okay, hey, you know, I can be open, I can be honest with them, I can tell them what we need, and I can get an honest response from them so no time is wasted. Number three, again, there's a whole matchup in that presentation, is we want to find out what they actually want, what they're looking for. So remember in the beginning I said the only way to truly get what you want from someone is to is to give them what they want first. Well, if you don't know what they want by finding out what they want or need, not from you, from anybody who does what you do, if you do not spend time finding out what they want from you, then you have no chance or a very slim chance of being able to actually help them. So we listen very intently for a couple of what we call bullet points. And in my industry, there's three primary things that we look for that almost every customer has as an issue, a potential customer has as an issue. And we have an answer to each one of those uh, embedded within our service. So we wanna find out what they want by giving them the opportunity to tell us what their problem is, how long it it has existed, why they believe the problem exists. And if they're, let's say, using a service, we ask them, has the, the company that you're currently working with tell you why they can't help you in this particular way? And then they may give us an answer that we then go back and say, well, that's really not the full picture. And we give them the full picture. But again, we find out what they want. And then finally, in the fourth thing, again, it's still in that mashup of what I what I did initially, what I said initially in, in the uh, beginning when we when we uh, control the process is we give them what they want. We tell them exactly how we're going to solve that problem. Okay, we, we go into details about it. We, we do not mind sharing our process because we want to make sure that they understand exactly what's about to happen. So that also sets expectations. So they're not walking away thinking, okay, this is going to happen in the next 30 seconds. We set clear expectations about how we can, we can solve the problem. Our, the final thing we say is, if we can do that, will that work for you? And they typically say yes, and we talk about how to get set up with us. Once they sign the contract, then we start working with them and we go from there. But if you do that, 70 to 80% of the time, if you're talking to someone who utilizes your services, you, who, who purchases your product, you're gonna be able to close that sale. They're sitting in front of you because they have a need. The reason why most people have a low close ratio is because they really have not discovered that need. They're so high on their product and um, and its ability to solve a particular problem that they have not found out from the person they're sitting in front of what their unique problem is and how they can position their product or service as a solution to meet that particular need. So if you wanna increase your, your success when it comes to acquiring new customers, especially when you do presentations, this is a great way to try listen to this podcast two or three times, take notes, share this with your sales team, because this is going to really, really help. It has helped us. It's what we've been doing for years. 
And we haven't had to change it because it works. Thank you so much for listening. I don't know if you are commuting or, you know, if you're exercising or if you are just kind of, uh, you know, walking your dog. We appreciate you listening to these podcasts and we, we enjoy bringing you content that we believe that can help you. This podcast is being brought to you by InFocus Staffing online at InFocusStaffing.net. If you are looking for a job anywhere in the continental United States, send us a message. Go online at InFocusStaffing.net, click apply online now, and then send us a message. Or you can, if you're a company, uh, we staff nationally for several large companies. If you are looking for great people, go online to InFocusStaffing.net, send us a message. We'll do what we can to help you out. Until next time. Go out, close as many sales as you can, help as many people as you can, and I'll talk to you the next time.